Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of Her Pursuit Podcast. I'm your host, Kaysen Schultz, and I'm glad that you're here today. I want to read a review from Haley. She says, listening has been such an incredibly fulfilling way to spend my mornings and free time and car rider lines. It's filled with practical advice I've been able to use and actually see a difference in my life. Do yourself a favor and listen to just one episode and you won't stop. Haley, thank you so much for that kind review. That is so sweet. I'm so glad that the podcast is encouraging you and that you're finding it to be beneficial and that you're actually seeing change. That's the whole goal of this show is not to just talk about things, learn things. It's like if we do it, if we put it into practice, it actually works. So Haley, I'm so glad that you are seeing results in your life. Keep pursuing that intentional life, that intentional motherhood, and God is going to be faithful to show up for you. So if you are listening for the first time around here, we like to talk about things like freedom, walking in freedom, renewing our minds, stewarding our time well, but we know we're busy moms, right? So like, Real life is full of noise and distraction. So how do we manage our time? How do we create more space? How can we truly be present and live with purpose? Is it even possible to find that in motherhood? And so that's what this show is all about. And today, in true case and fashion, we're going to be raw, real, vulnerable, and honest about when rhythms and routines aren't enough. Like, are there seasons in life when rhythms and routines just aren't enough? You're doing all you know to do. You're doing things like you feel like God's called you to do, like he's told you to do. You're following. You feel like you're kind of following things to a T. Like, okay, I'm following directions. You know, why is the season not changing? Why does it not feel different? What's wrong? We're going to talk about when rhythms and routines are not enough. So if you're cooking supper, nursing a baby, wrangling a toddler, headed out to pick up for car rider line, just keep doing whatever it is you're doing. I'm glad that you're here and we're going to dive right in. Hey mama, welcome to Her Pursuit, where we simplify time management and uncomplicate productivity, all while finding ourselves again in mom life. Does juggling all the things leave you feeling exhausted and burned out? Do you want more balance between mom life and time for yourself and wish you could just get it together? Motherhood can be overwhelming and isolating. And while creating routines and managing your time is hard, it's not complicated and you don't have to do it alone. My mission is to help you find yourself again and create simple routines, all while growing in your faith. I'm Kaysen, and I've been there. I completely lost myself when I became a mom, and everything felt like one big hot mess. But through simple baby steps and mindset shifts, I began to reclaim my time, energy, thoughts, and ultimately my life. If you're ready to trade chaos for calm and take tiny steps of action, then you're in the right place. You're about to step into the woman and mama God has called you to be, friend, and finally live in freedom with confidence. That girl is inside of you, and we're going to find her together through her pursuit. At the beginning of the month, I was very honest. When I talked to you about the root of overwhelm and how I knew that was because I was also experiencing overwhelm. And so what's at the root of that overwhelm? And it's really the unknown, right? Like we don't know how long the season's going to last. We don't know how to do this because we've never done it before. And that can cause us to panic and freak out. And, you know, even more than that, I shared how, you know, I've been faithful and consistent with these rhythms, with these daily rhythms. I've been consistent in my routines And sometimes it feels like it's still not making a difference. I'm talking like getting up before my girls. I've got a morning routine. I'm exercising, you know, getting some movement in. And I'm reading my Bible. I'm praying. I'm connecting with God. And it still just feels like the discipline of the the rhythm isn't enough. 
it doesn't feel like it's making a difference like it usually does. And why is that? So maybe you relate to that. Maybe you are there now. But I want to talk about these seasons because I think it's important. You know, there are a lot of accounts and shows and resources for rhythms and routines and how to create a morning routine and how to develop discipline in your life and creating habits and all these things. But what about when you you're doing that? Like, what about when you've mastered it and you're doing those things faithfully, but it still isn't enough? What then? (laughs) Because that's where I found myself. And I was like, I've got to share this with her because she needs to hear this. Like, she needs to know that she's not alone in this. There are going to be seasons when you're doing all the right things and you're still going to struggle. Like, you're still going to feel like you're sinking and have a lot going on and not know really which way to go or where to turn or how to do the next, like what step to take next. It's normal to encounter the overwhelm. I think we do ourselves a big disservice whenever we just think that it's just not going to come. Like life is just going to work out and everything's going to get easier. And one day it's, we're not going to have overwhelm anymore once we can do this thing or once we have that thing, or, you know, once I get better at this, Definitely not like once you just become a Christian, everything's fine. Or once you have a baby, everything's fine. Or once you get married, everything's fine. Like that's not reality. There are constantly going to be obstacles that you are going to have to overcome. And it's draining to think about, especially if you're in the middle of an overwhelm season. You're like, I'm just already so tired. I don't even know how I can get over this obstacle. And it's like a little tiny, I don't know, think of like the smallest thing you could think of, a little tennis ball on the ground. You're like, I just can't step over it. I don't know. I don't have any energy. I've been there, okay? I've been there multiple times and it's hard. And I talked about in that episode of what's at the root of the overwhelm, how you just have to persevere. You just have to keep putting one foot in front of the other and just keep doing what you know to do. So I feel like half the battle is recognizing that like that's the season that you're in and just kind of owning it because we have to be able to see it for what it is. And then we can learn how to walk through it, crawl through it, fight through it, whatever, as best we can. And that's why it's so important for like when you're not in an overwhelm season, when you're not in a survival season, to have those established rhythms and routines so that you have things that you can fall back on, right? Like I know what typically refreshes me. I know what typically energizes me and what typically helps me to pull out of a funk or keep my mindset right or, you know, just live life well. Like I I know what typically helps me to do those things, but sometimes you're just not going to feel it even when you're doing it day in and day out. And that's when, you know, I I came to this realization a couple weeks back and it's like rhythms aren't your savior. Routines are not the end all be all. There's no saving power in them. Ultimately, we have to make sure that those Rhythms incorporate things like worship, stillness, rest, genuinely connecting with God. But the consistency has no saving power in and of itself. So it's still very possible that those things will fall short. They're not your savior. And that's why. That's why sometimes they're not going to feel like enough because only God is enough. And like I said, part of that, part of your rhythm can be and should be entering into his presence and, you know, having that relationship with him and encountering him and worshiping him and sitting with him and just being still. But sometimes, and a lot of times they're not, 
And so a lot of us can get caught up in the, well, I'm getting up early, I'm getting on my Peloton, I'm getting a shower, I'm doing my hair, my makeup, and then I'm getting my kids up. And then when they are at school, I'm doing this, this, this. And then, and during nap time, I'm doing this, 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 like your house is spotless. Your pantry is stocked. It's organized. Your laundry is folded perfectly put away. And maybe you still feel like you're lacking something. Like, what is it? Why is it that this rhythm, why is it that this routine just doesn't feel like it's enough for me? Whether or not you're in a season of overwhelm, it's because we have one savior and a routine is not your savior. (laughs) And I had to have like this really hard realization of that truth. Like, Kaysen, you can't just depend on the rhythm and the routine. And I know this is kind of like a gray area where it's like, okay, what is she really talking about? What is she trying to say? I think at least for me, I'm just going to speak for me. I think that a rhythm for me, I can idolize that. I can think there's saving power in this rhythm. And if I just do this rhythm, then everything's going to work out and everything's going to be okay. And I'm going to feel good and I'll be consistent and this is going to work out. And, you know, and their rhythms are powerful. I think rhythms are biblical. I think that they can lead us to Christ and they should, but rhythms and routines in and of themselves are simply just a vessel, right? It's simply just a tool. It's just something that we use. When we start to see it as the end-all be-all, that's when we have elevated a rhythm above the lordship of, of Christ. I hope this is making sense. I didn't really really mean to get all like deep, deep on you, but I've just found that in my own life, I have a tendency sometimes to think, well, if I can just stick to this and do this, then everything's going to be okay and everything's going to work out. And I, I kind of place my worth and my identity and a lot of different things. Like I put a lot of stock in this rhythm and I'm like, I got to show up for this thing because if not, I'm not going to be okay. <laughs> and then sometimes, like I said, you're consistently doing those things and then you still don't feel okay. And I, I think part of it for me, at least in my experience, that's the reason why. And especially if they don't lead us to the Lord, especially if they don't usher us into his presence then it's no wonder that we feel drained and like we're just doing the same thing day after day. And it's like, it's not enough. I need more. Our souls, mama, our souls are thirsty. We are hungry. We are weary. And the only thing that feeds and nourishes and refreshes that part of you as it should be done is the presence of God in a genuine, authentic way. And I have a lot of episodes. I'll have to link to some below about how you can do that practically and realistically as a mom. I'm not saying that it has to be quiet. I'm not saying you have to have a hard copy of a Bible. I'm not saying you need pens, highlighters, and a notebook. I'm just saying connecting with him. That can be a simple fault. That can be a short prayer. That could be a worship song in the car. That could be playing your Bible on a speaker or on the app or you know, whatever it is that connects you with him in that relational way that gives you exactly what you need. And you can apply this to anything. When you start to look outside of God for fulfillment, for your identity, for your value, for your worth, anything apart from him, anything elevated above him is an idol. And those things must be squashed. Those things must fall. They have to. If you want to experience growth and the authentic presence of God and just that closeness, then anything that we've elevated above him, even self, like has to come down. 
he has to be elevated back in the position where he belongs because he's Lord of our lives. So he has to, he has to have that role of being the highest thing, the thing that we look to, that we worship, that we, the measurement, you know, like the standard, the, the definition of your identity, the definition of who you are has to come from him. So I hope that this made sense. I hope that it was helpful for you. If you don't feel like rhythms and routines are idols for you, maybe it helped point that out, you know, in a different area of your life. But hear me when I say that (laughs) rhythms, like I said, those things are, we see that modeled in scripture. And I've talked about how God brings our chaos into order. And I believe that order is a part of God's character. And so rhythms and routines are not bad things, but anything can be idolized. Anything can be elevated above God and that shouldn't be, you know? And so I think that as humans, we just take things all the time, even good things, and we we idolize them. And we just have to be careful to recognize that in our own lives, in our own hearts. And I've told you before, I'm going to be as real and open and honest with you as makes sense. And when I noticed that in my life, I was like, man, I've got to tell her this because this is really good. And this is a a really good realization that I might not have otherwise had. But other than that, when we're operating out of, you know, God being the Lord of our life and him having complete lordship, then those rhythms and routines have their place. Absolutely. But there are just going to be seasons in life where they're still not enough. Like they're never going to replace God. They can't. And so I hope that that's resonating with you. I hope it's landing with you. If you'd like to send me a DM, let me know what you think about this topic. Let me know what you think about this episode. Feel free. I always love connecting with you and hearing who's listening to what and what you got out of it. It's just so cool to see how God speaks to each of you so differently. So remember, episodes are releasing once a week now, every Thursday. So I will see you back here next Thursday, same time, same place. Thank you so much for being here with me today, friend. Before you go, if this show has encouraged or inspired you in any way, the number one way you can help me is to leave a written review, letting other moms know how this podcast is impacting your life and motherhood. Then send this episode to some mom friends. Thank you for joining me in the mission of spreading messages just like this one to moms around the world. If you're looking for a community of like-minded mamas to come alongside you, support, and encourage you, join our Facebook group by searching Her Pursuit or by clicking the link in the show notes. Come share with us what you're taking away from this episode, what stuck out to you. I can't wait to hear from you. I'm so grateful to have you on this journey with me, and I'll see you next time, Mama.